Hello, welcome to That Selfish Bitch Podcast. I'm Brittany Alexis and I thank you so much for tuning in today. It is the very first episode of the podcast. So I'm so excited to be here for those of you who know um, me at all. This has been a long time coming, but it's finally happening and I'm seriously just so beyond happy right now um, to launch this. And I'm so grateful, obviously, for you tuning in to check it out. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I wanted to do this podcast to create a space for women to just talk about everything self-care. So everything from health and nutrition to beauty, um, to career and finances, to love and anything else that comes up around self-care. So I think sometimes there's a lot of confusion around this topic. I mean, in theory, it's really great, but in real life, it's sometimes like, is self-care a face mask and a bubble bath? Or is it something like I need to sell everything I own and move to Bali and total eat, pray, love on everyone? I mean, (laughs) like seriously, first of all, I just want to say I'm down for both. But I think that it's something that's actually more practical and I'm really excited to get your feedback and input on the topics that we'll be discussing. So that being said, I am your host here, of course, but I really do invite you to co-create this space with me and leave me all the feedback you've got. DM me, email me, leave a review and send questions or any input because I'm totally open to sharing it here and having a bigger discussion. Um, I want this to be a very open space and truly a community that we're all part of. So let's go ahead and get into the episode. All right, let's talk about what is self-care and how is it different from self-love. Self-love and self-care were such buzzwords uh, in the last year or so and I'm a huge fan of the whole movement obviously (laughs) Um, seriously though I think with all the chaos in the world and on the news and just in life in general we women as a whole are really waking up to our power and realizing that we're done with the patriarchy we've decided that If the world won't show us love, we will show ourselves. And we started the women's movement, um, the women's marches, the Me Too movement. We have the body positive campaigns. We've got the rise of the female boss. Yes. And the positive self-love quotes all over social media and all that stuff. And it's amazing and I'm totally all over it. Um, But then the question really becomes, how do we love ourselves? What is self-love? Right? So we see it everywhere, but first of all, what is it? And and definitely, how do we do it? So self-love is an idea almost. It's a notion and it's a thought. Like, it's a powerful thought, of course. Um, You know, thoughts become things and your thoughts matter, especially your thoughts about yourself. Um, Your thoughts and mindset inspire your actions and the thoughts that you have about yourself inspire 
the actions that you take in order to create the life that you want to live, the life that you do live. And they inspire you to create the body that you live in and to create the work that you do and the relationships that you have. All of that comes from the thoughts that you have about yourself. So the thoughts that you have about yourself, those deep down, real, raw, unfiltered thoughts, deep, deep down, are basically a reflection of the love that you have for yourself. You are love, by the way. So I don't want this to get confused with love because you are love. But basically we're talking about your self-worth and your self-image, how you feel about yourself, the thoughts that you have about yourself. So the thing is, there's levels to this. You might not really love yourself very much at all. You might be holding on to old emotional trauma and past experiences and you might have guilt over things from the past. You might not feel worthy. You might not like the way you look or you might not like your job or you possibly could speak badly to yourself or about your body or what you're doing with your life. I mean, those are all great possibilities, right? We've probably all done some of these things consciously at one point or another. We look in the mirror and we're like, oh, we're fat, I'm fat. Or, oh, um, I just, I, I deserve this, something that's really not that great in your life because I've done something that I think is bad. You know, it's all those types of thoughts. So you might be there or you might love yourself a whole lot and you could be living your absolute dream life and think the best things about your body and your work and you have the best relationships ever and everything could be really great um or you could be somewhere in between and the point that I'm making here is that your thoughts determine your self-worth and your level of self-love but what's determining those thoughts And I really believe that this is where self-care comes in because self-care is the action half of the combo. So you can most certainly change the level of where you are in your journey by simply enhancing your self-care routines and rituals. And girl, let me tell you, this is the part where you need to start paying attention because if you're not one of those people that's all the way on the end of loving every single part of your life and living in your dream body and you're 100% healthy and you're working in your dream career and you're sitting on a huge pile of wealth and just in a blissful relationship and all of that, then you need to examine what's going on in your self-care world, okay? If you're not on that side of extreme in any area, then you definitely need to examine what's going on in your self-care world. Okay, so then what is self-care? The definition of self-care is literally care for oneself. And I do take it a step further and I say it's going above and beyond to make sure that your needs and desires are met before doing anything else. Okay, so how do you do this? How do you do self-care, let's say? Self-care, it's treating yourself with the highest forms of respect in all ways. So that includes the way you eat, 
the thoughts that you have, the words you speak about yourself, the relationships that you choose, and the work that you do. And when you're operating at this level of self-care, you will accept nothing less than the best in everything. And it's a lifelong journey. So once you decide that I'm putting myself first, you get crystal clear on all the things that you want. Do you want a 100% healthy body? Then, of course, the care that that's going to require is coming up with a, a plan to create, you know, what are you eating? What are you thinking? All these thoughts go, that's the self-care around that part of it. So you need to understand that it's not always sexy. It's not always glamorous. Like once you decide that I want something, that you want something, then self-care is putting in the work to get there. So, you know, and that sometimes, like I said, is just not always the sexiest, most glamorous things that we typically think of when we think of self-care, but you owe it to yourself and it's just part of the process, part of the journey. Um, This is a lifelong journey. Uh, When you up-level and when you go through these transformations, you have to learn to love yourself in brand new ways, right? So you have to to completely like get rid of the old thoughts of what self-care is, what you might have thought it is. Like I said, the champagne bubble baths or whatever and understand that to really break through and to create that life, self-care is much deeper than that. So one of my favorite quotes is from Oprah herself and she says that the biggest adventure you can ever take is to live the life of your dreams. And you may have heard that before or not, but just pause and let that sink in for just a second. The biggest adventure you can ever take is to live the life of your dreams. And the catch here is that you have to do the work. Deep action and deep work that comes on a moment-by-moment basis It's literally everything you do in life. It's how you take that idea of, yeah, I love myself and, oh, self-care and all this and how you bring it to real life and create the life of your dreams. So my life's work, including this podcast, is dedicated to teaching women actionable daily steps to develop their self-care practice and selfishly put themselves first in order to create the life of their dreams. And I'll share everything I've learned with you and everything I continue to learn to help you transform your own life. And I want to start with this one statement. Self-care is selfish. And so what? I mean, being selfish, since when is that a bad thing? Why does everyone try to make being selfish such a bad thing? Who wants us to believe this anyway? Who was the first person that said that? I don't want to point fingers, but I most likely it's probably a man, right? Who's trying to say, don't be selfish, don't put yourself first? Somebody who's trying to keep you down. So you need to kick that thought to the curb and start being selfish and start being unapologetically selfish because you're the only one 
that can create the life that you want to live. No one can create it for you. You have to drive that ship. You're the one that is only going to suffer or only going to thrive at the end of the day. So you get to decide. But just remember, being selfish is not a bad thing. We're rewriting this narrative starting today and you're putting yourself first in everything you do, okay? Cool. So let's move on. To help you get started today, I'm going to give you three tips uh, that you can start doing today. Not on self-care Sunday, not on the weekend after you've done this. I'm st- we're starting today and here's three things that you can do to kickstart your self-care um, journey. Number one is clean up your spaces. And when I say clean up your spaces, I literally mean get out your cleaning supplies and actually clean, scrub, clean your house, clean your room, clean your car, clean your desk, your office, clear out your social media feeds because I know we're spending tons of time there. So if you have things that you're seeing all day every day that are negative or if they're they're impacting you in a negative way or how about not even that how about they don't have to impact you negatively how about they're just not lifting you up like don't spend your time looking at that all day just delete it clean it up clean out your refrigerator clean out your cabinets clean out your closets because lord knows we all hold on to stuff way too long stuff we haven't worn in 10 years like you know what It's great, I'm sure, but it can go. Clear out space because what that does when you clean your space, when you organize, that lets the universe know, hey, I'm settling, I'm ready, I'm clearing out this old clutter, um, this, this old stagnant stuff, and I'm ready and open for the flow of all this abundance, all this new energy, these blessings that I've been blocking by holding on to all this old stuff. I'm ready and I'm cleared space, so bring it. So clear your space. It also just gives you a better mental, uh, better mental clarity. You just have flow, things flow easier, uh, which is really important in this phase too because sometimes you want to live your dream life. You want to live the best life you can, but you might not even know what that is because you can't see through all the clutter. You can't even get that clarity on what is my dream life? What do I want out of this life? What are my goals? Um, because there's just too much clutter. Like you really, really will be surprised. And actually it's become pretty mainstream recently with that lady, Marie Kondo. I don't know cause I didn't see it, but or watch it. I think it's a Netflix thing or a book, maybe both. I'm not sure. But Props to her for making that mainstream because I know um, that's a movement. So look her up if you need a little help in this area, but that needs to be a priority. So clean up your spaces. And number two is create a personalized nutrition and fitness plan. And this is really, really important. A lot of things going on right now in the nutrition and fitness world. I'm a nutrition coach, by the way. I didn't mention that before, but I am a nutrition coach. So what's happening with a lot of of influencers right now and social media phenomenons that take off is that these people who are just really unqualified to be giving out nutrition advice are doing it and they're throwing out these cookie cutter solutions to issues that just, it's not going to work. And 
it never was meant to. Maybe like 20 years ago, 10, I don't know, even years ago, you could do that. You could throw out a cookie cutter diet or fitness plan and tell everyone that that was going to work for them and then everyone would follow it or whatever. But that's not the case and we know that to be true now more than ever. We're all so unique and so different. Our bodies are, our lives are, our experiences are. And any nutrition plan, any fitness plan needs to reflect your individuality. Needs to include, you know, your your personalized, like, your uniqueness, what what you've gone through in your body, what you're, re- you react to, what kind of foods, what kind of lifestyle you live, like all of that needs to go into consideration. So creating a personalized nutrition and fitness plan is crucial. You can't just go and hop on the latest fad that everyone else is doing and think that's going to work for you because chances are it's not and you're going to try it and you're not, it's not going to work. You're not going to reach your fitness, your health goals or your body weight goals or whatever it is and then you're just going to feel like a failure and you're going to kind of perpetuate this cycle of unworthiness or failure that we're trying to break through here. So if you need help with that, really find a qualified professional to help you um, create that personalized plan. You can find them anywhere but be very selective and do your research and find somebody that's credible. I can help you with that uh, if you want to work together or if you want me to find you someone else just let me know if that if that's something that I can help you with and number three is creating rituals and routines so this is really huge too uh, because you know getting into the habits of doing things creating um, like for example morning rituals mornings are so powerful guys the way you start your day is really what sets the tone for the rest of the day and I would also go as far as to say that your evening routine does the same you know you need to have something set up around your mornings and your evenings that set the tone for the middle of the day you have probably heard a lot I mean there's maybe you haven't um I might be assuming but there's a lot of the 5 a.m. clubs, you know, like the special, the, the, the most powerful people are the most successful people. Um, you know, there's a lot of around, they wake up at 5 a.m. and they have their mornings to themselves and they get X, Y, and Z done in the morning before they even start working or whatever, whether it's, you know, they, their morning routine might be waking up and meditating or exercising or, you know, having a green drink or smoothie or whatever it is, you know, whatever it is, um, before you start your day and before you get locked into working and all that, creating that morning routine and having that time to just build yourself or settle your, your mind and get that clarity out of the way. Because the, the last thing you need to do is you need to wake up by an alarm and hit it and hit snooze five times and then you're running late. And so you're rushing around and you're hopping in the shower and you're grabbing something to eat really fast out the door and then you're sitting in traffic and you're frustrated and all that. That just really sets a crazy tone for the day. Um, And you might notice that the rest of your day kind of follows that lead. So really being mindful of how you start your day and how, again, at the end of the day, you have kind of a wind down routine 
whatever that is, uh, create something very special and very personal to yourself and something that really helps you, again, set a mild tone for your day and and also right before you go to bed. And throughout the day, you can have things too, you know, your routines that you do. Maybe uh, for work, you have a certain block of time where you're answering emails and you have a certain block of time that you're in meetings and a certain block of time that you're writing or whatever you do, structure that around time blocks and organize that again and, and make it routine, make it the same every day so that you get into habits and your habits eventually lead to getting more done and just being way more productive and reaching your goals quicker. So another thing uh, just on this this part, the rituals and routines, is you you do also want to throw in here not just your daily stuff that you do every single day, but also things that you need to do that keep you happy and keep you living your best life. And for you, it could be all kinds of different things. I don't know. For me, um, I like to go you know, to the spa. A spa day is something that I really like and something that I prioritize because it helps me keep going when I need to create and when I need to write and when I need to work with clients. So I make that a priority. I go to the spa, I get a massage, I get my facials, I do those types of things as a priority. I don't look at it and say, oh, wouldn't it be so nice to do that? I do. I'm extremely grateful but I also prioritize it you know it's something that I need to do in order to be able to show up in other areas of my life so that's one example I also like to um, like to eat out so I do that sometimes I do make most of my meals at home because I think that in order to be healthy and in order to to stay on track with certain things you need to prepare most of your meals at home. Um, that's a whole nother story that we will definitely get into. And I do think that, but I also like the social aspect of going out and being around other people in that way. So I'll make sure that I do that um, here and there, you know, a couple times a month or once a week or whatever that is. So again, uh, I'm going to just go back over these three. Number one, clean up your spaces. Number two, create a personalized nutrition and fitness plan. And number three, create rituals and routines. So obviously you start here. You make sure you do these things. Uh, We talked about this, but I just want to emphasize self-care isn't always sexy. It's not all bubble baths and mani pedis, and sometimes it is, of course, which is great. And sometimes it's getting down and dirty and putting in the grunt work. So cleaning your home might not sound glamorous, but trust me and trust the process. Um, it it is. It's all worth it in the end. It all adds up, and it's all part of of putting yourself first, taking care of yourself in all ways. Okay, so I am going to wrap up here. Again, thank you so much for tuning in to this first episode. I will see you right here next time. And please, if you loved this episode, subscribe, write a review on iTunes, DM me and let me know, share it with a friend, all of that. Um, Thank you so much, and I will see you next time.